The art of life lies in a constant readjustment to our surroundings. Kakuzo Okakura, The Book of Tea. Incoming transmission. Origin. Phantasmagoric Oddities Emporium. Please stand by. Poe Action News. Bringing you cutting edge reporting. Oh, shit. That's sharp. Asking the hard questions. Yeah, is it mythic or igneous? I'm about the same thing. We get down deep into the trenches. Oh, yeah, I guess we probably should have called 811 before we started digging this trench here. The most in depth reporting that the Poe has to offer. So then this guy, like, did this one thing and then he got fired, and then this other guy, he got fired, and then there was, like, some shit said. And then later, other shit was said, and then all of a sudden, everybody got mad, and then there was, like, this war, and it was like, wow. Looks like the Lizard King has a tank of sorts. Yeah, that's the Bob Yaga house. Chicken likes are a tank giveaway. That can only mean one thing. Chicken, Chicken Joe. Bok, bok, playboy. Bok, bok. When you throw him down, does not clown. See if eight goes away straight, gonna drown, dude. Wow, that blast just took out half the scat cast. Was that even legal? Couldn't tell you, Bob. None of this shit makes any sense. And then it was like over. Reliable news that you can count on. Wait, was that press conference today? Poe Action News. Good evening. I'm Lance Wapato. And I'm Ward Kiyoichi. And this is Action, Action news. news. First up, our top story. One year ago, the director Paul Folks broke ground with his brand new podcast, the Phantasmagorical Oddities Emporium, which somehow got changed to the Phantasmagoric Oddities Emporium an episode later. While rather unconventional, it was inspired by Scatcast by Zach Flannery. Ah! While there was no clear path of where this podcast was going to go, director folks knew that he needed to do something. So he ran out and he planted his flag with just four weeks of planning. Unfortunately, he made the poor choice of setting up his emporium in a spooky pasta legend known as the back rooms. While he had some control over it, there were still some unmarked gates. But unfortunately, Director Folks fell through one of them. Oh shit! I spent way too long building this fucking thing up, I'm not about to let you tear it down! Whoa, 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 whoa! Where is he? Where'd he go? And is lost to this day. Yeah, man, let me tell you, getting lost back there, they'll definitely change a guy. What do you mean by that? Huh? Oh, nothing, nothing, man. In other news, the location of the demon core is still unknown. Huh, why does this kind of ring a bell? So it's nuclear? Huh, that's weird. Uh, why isn't it glowing? Oh, hey, does this dome belong on top of there? No, 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 don't put that on top of there! Uh, anyway, uh... The demon core, which was delivered upon opening day, was mislabeled and was probably next to the Ark of the Covenant or something. A lot of the artifacts that were originally shipped here into the Poe kind of got lost because we didn't have the AI up and going yet. But the investigation is still ongoing. Boy, it sounds like somebody's going to have a meltdown, eh, Ward? Yeah, man, yeah. Man, I'm having the strangest moment of deja vu right now. Huh. I wouldn't worry too much about that. At least not as much as I'd probably worry about the phase inverters. Are they actually safe? Here's Dr. Burt Wilder, 
survive a phase of bird mishap. Yeah, uh, I was turned inside out. Inside out. Yep, probably shouldn't mess around with shit that we don't understand. Which leads us to our next story. Bioscience Lockdown. To give us more details on this story, we're going to go live to Frank Tillett, just outside the gate of the Bioscience Division. Hey Frank, how's it going, man? Well, what? Let me tell you. We're out here in front of the bio department, and well, the gates, they ain't open. And why is that, do you think? I don't know. I was a janitor. You guys keep shoving a mic in my face and having me do that shit. Here, let me hand you over to Bob Haverfield. This place is a true shit show. You said it, Frank. Well, apparently what happened is that Biosanitas was messing around with a thing that was called protomatter, and then all of a sudden all these plants started getting blown out of control. Next thing you know, lockdown. What the hell, Z? It looks like the Hall of Mosses from the Washington Olympic Peninsula coast. What's going on in here? Oxygen levels were reaching about 25% last time anybody was in there. Current readings have it registered as 30% now, which is Carboniferous Era levels. Now that we have the core up and going again, though, we can still access it using the side-to-sides, but it's highly recommended to wear a hazmat suit, as the oxygen levels could be toxic. Does it look like there's, uh, any relief in sight? Not that I can see yet, but we'll keep you informed. All right, thanks, Bob. Take care, Frank. We'll return after these messages. Now look, this isn't my first rodeo. I'm a highly paid actor. And this isn't in fact a rodeo. This is a commercial. And if I thought that a reverse mortgage was designed to take old people's home, I wouldn't promote that unless I was paid very well. And I'm paid very well. It's a simple loan designed to give you money that you need to buy your children Christmas presents or to pay off that Las Vegas bookie. It's certainly not to take your home, and I'm paid very well to say that. So talk to one of our accountants here at Poe Financial and let us hook you up with a nice reverse mortgage so that we can take, I mean, not take your home, but give you some peace of mind. Poe Financial, not FDIC insured. Also subsidiary of Poe Industries. Welcome back. Now returning to our top story, we have an exclusive interview with Director Folks from the Uncharted Realms. Director Folks, how are you holding up? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, I'm just a little worried about the plot hole this is going to create because it's like Louie and I are like trying to reach you guys, but I mean, we're, we're stuck in here. I just said that. Yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about the plot hole. I mean, you did kind of wreck that with the Roswell incident. Yeah, you know about that. I really thought that was a good idea. Um, you never know until you try it, right? Yeah, sometimes if you have a formula, you should probably just stick with it. Yeah, you know, here's the thing about that. I don't have a formula yet. I don't even really know what the hell I'm doing. I just had an idea, so I figured I'd run with it. Now, is that something that you would recommend for other people? Yeah, I think so, actually. Again, you never know until you try. I just felt like I had something inside of me, and... Just decided to do it. Now, what really inspired you to try to take the direction that you are here? I've always had an imagination. My dad had an old 8mm camera. Didn't record sound, but we made lots of little movies. A lot of stop-action movies. Uh, very similar to 
the old Sinbad movies. I've always loved creating new little worlds, and I just kind of figured this would be a good way to go. Now, you said you haven't settled on a formula yet. Is there any reason for that? Partially. I'm brand new to this, so I'm just trying out different little things to see what works, see what sticks. Uh, so far, I haven't really found anything that's mind-blowing yet, but other people seem to enjoy it. Where do you see the Poe in five years? You know, it's still way too early to tell. Again, I don't even have a formula yet. But I think I've got a pretty good idea of where I want to take this thing and how I want to deliver it. We'll return to our interview with Director Folks after these messages. Come on down to Bitch and Brazil. Hot rods to the guys. We have A-Wings, X-Wings, B-Wings, and Y-Wings because you need wings. Take the Sopland Speed 3. Less than 40 light years on it. Banged up a bit, but you won't find a faster sublight with an FTL for 100 light years at this price. Only 66 Adrenochrome credits. We offer financing through Rocket Pizza Lending, so you can fly right off the lot today. Too sporty for your needs? We have the LTD Truckster 3000. Perfect for hauling the kids out to the rings of Saturn. That's on your me. side. That's that team. This is my side too. Dad, she's hogging up the whole back seat. Dad, he's on my side. Make him stop. Get off I swear my to side. fucking God. If you two don't settle the fuck down, I'm going to turn this goddamn car around. Or maybe you're looking for something in a nice luxury vehicle. How about this 1951 Clatley? She's a true classic. Now, she's got 120,000 light years on her, but I'll tell you what, you won't find a smoother ride in this galaxy. Or my name ain't Bitch and Brazzle. Call me now. Bitch and Brazzle is a subsidiary of Poe Industries. And now, back to the show. Now, what were some of the key things that truly inspired you to do this? Well... I suppose my dad's a huge influence on this, because growing up, we always loved listening to music, and we'd talk about different little scenarios that we could see for music, so it just really kind of fit in with what I'm starting to develop here. I took a few film classes with Edmonds Community College back in the early 2000s, and one of the things I really loved doing was syncing audio, getting music to follow with the steps of the person walking, getting the action to just line up just right. Doing it like this, it's a little bit easier. I don't have the visuals to have to try to line up in the process. Now you mentioned visuals. Do you have any plans of taking this further? Actually, I would love to turn these into cartoons one day. And that's part of why I'm starting the Roswell story here. Whether or not Roswell ever gets made into a cartoon, I would seriously doubt it. All of this is still me just trying to kind of figure shit out. I'm sorry, can I say that on air? Yeah, fuck it. Just let it rip. Now, do you see yourself working with any other podcasters in the future? I kind of hope so, but I'm going to wait and see how this goes. I really need to get my shit together before I can go help anybody else. Now, what does the future look like for the Poe? Well, I've been saying for a year I was going to get the uh, website up and going. I haven't done that yet, but I do own the domain, so at least I got that. We're updating some of the graphics, just mainly the uh, the cover pages for each of the episodes. That way, you'll know which ones are Uncharted Realms, which ones are Standard Poe, which ones are Roswell, etc. 
kind of hoping to make the Facebook more active, but just not really sure how to do that yet. I suppose it would probably make it easier if I had a clearer picture of what I want to do with the Poe. Now, do you have any episodes that stand out to you? Well, there's a few. Two Little Words was probably my favorite in regards to that I used so much more music in that one than I had in any of the others. It was very technical in how I tried to get the music to line up, to fit the scene. It just it felt like it was really what I was kind of aiming for with the Poe. As Orpheus sang on, Eurydice watched from the shadows. Where she had once even forgotten her own name, she knew this man, her beloved Orpheus. She felt the love that he had had for her, and he had come here for her. She watched as the coldest, stunned expressions came to face when Eurydice. A lot of people really enjoyed the war episode, and as far as technicality goes, that was definitely the most technical because I had to listen to so many hours of a different podcast to find the sound bits that I wanted and then to try to line it up with the music the way I wanted, and to tell a decent narrative. Plus, on top of that, I got to round in some of the fans, so it was technically the toughest episode I've ever created. My personal favorite will always be Turbulence and Paint, because it really kind of hit that artisticness that I was looking for for the Poe. I took the story of Vincent van Gogh, and I told it in reverse. Originally, what I wanted to do was work backward from Vincent van Gogh's life all the way to his birth, to where we saw the two little tombstones, and then I was going to walk it back up the other side and tell you the story of Dali forward. We'll come back to that another time, but I just wanted to let you know that that episode was my favorite, yet it's still not complete. But ultimately, I have to give total credit for my favorite episode as the first one. It was raw. It was brand new. I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I knew I had something inside me, and I knew I had to just at least plant the flag. I had to do it, because I knew that if I didn't do it then, I would never do it. Every journey starts with a step, and that was my first step, technically. Now, why exactly are you doing this? It gives me purpose. I'm full of all kinds of random knowledge, and I'm not a father, so I can't really pass this knowledge on to anybody else. What I hope for with this is I can take these weird little pieces that I have bumping around inside my brain, and hopefully I can put it out there in the world, and maybe somebody else can do something more with it. I think finding purpose in life is the most important thing. I wanted to be a history teacher, and the cards just didn't work out that way. I wanted to be a graphic designer, but I'm really not that great at that. I'm a good production artist, as far as the sign industry goes, but graphic design just wasn't something I could really excel in. When I heard Scatcast, and I heard Zach going off with his imagination, and just letting 
the free flow create something that was truly inspirational and it felt like I found something that I could use that would give my life meaning I know I have like 10 listeners but if I can inspire even just one of those people to look into history more to think a little more or if nothing else to listen a little more that's all I hope for do you have any inspirational quotes you want to send out there well I've always got my standard that my mom gave me from when I was a kid and it's something that I try to live my life by do unto others as you'd have others do unto you just be a decent human being alright that's almost our time do you have anything else that you want to add yeah I just want to let folks know that dude if you got something inside you do it just do it find a way to make it happen it may not be as timely as you want it to be may not be as refined as you want it to be but if you keep working at it it'll start to come together you don't start bench pressing 210 pounds right off the bat start at 40 and work your way up don't let fear stop you alright Kirk that habit alright that's about all the time that we have yeah I'd like to give a special thank you to Lucifina Lightbringer Minnie McIntyre Nikki Apodaca PJ Saniga Renee Bentley Brian James Strong Zach Mann Joe Lombardi David Carpenter alright Deja Arnold Donald Fisher Chris Brooks Erica Waters alright Beth Riddle Alan Sweeting Brittany Lynn Whitehouse Terry Misner alright that's about all the time we have alright we gotta go but wait there's more and there's David Mangus and Chris Eason thank you Drake folks We'll return after these messages. Here at Poe Industries, we are the leading and cutting edge human technology. With wintertime coming up, you might be interested in some of our latest developments. For example, our nuclear-powered thermal nuclear winter suits. They can keep you cozy and warm in even the most harshest of conditions. Looking for an easy-to-carry, high-protein and vitamin food substance? Try our pink paste. Honestly, we're not even really sure what's in it, but it doesn't seem to kill you. It tastes the same at any temperature. Go ahead and freeze some up and break it off like a Charleston chew. And it doesn't taste that horrible. Here at Poe Industries, we've revolutionized transportation, such as now, with the matter phase Oddities Emporium. Please stand by. Warning. Warning. System malfunction. Please exit the system in. Oh my god! Oh my god, no! He looks like he's got a smiley face, but it's upside down. Is that his kidneys? Yeah, sure, there have been hiccups along the way, but we've worked through those. Did you like the idea of Luke Skywalker's land speeder? We're trying to work on that kind of shit. While we're still in the development phase, we have high hopes for this technology. And have you always wanted cybernetically enhanced polar bears with shoulder-mounted rocket launchers and real-time heads-up displays? We too think we can make that happen here. (laughs) And just remember our motto. It's fine. Trust us. Poe Industries. Poe Industries is a subsidiary of Poe Industries. Not all of Poe Industries' claims are backed by Poe Industries. And now, back to the show. Our last story for the evening, the Poe shut down. Now, nobody's really sure exactly what happened. All right, Bill, we're here. 
Why did you call Cecil and I down here? And why did we have to use the gate system? What is that? But for a time there, the Poe had lost power. We've got it up and going again, finally. But stuff, it's still a little sketch around here. But just know that hopefully, by 2024, we'll have everything straightened out and ready to go. Oh my god! Anyway, be safe out there. And just remember, trust us, it'll be fine. Next episode, we'll return to our regular programming. Maybe. We'll see. Love you all. Take care of each other. Transmission from Fantastic Oddities Emporium.